Hey family, it's Coach Josh again here with a daily play for you in today's daily place for the ladies. And today we're going to be talking about seven signs you're whole enough for a relationship. Seven signs you are whole enough for a relationship. This question or this video spawned from a question I got on my community tab from CC Love. And CC Love says this. She says, how to know if you're whole enough to start dating? When do you know you're grown to that point? So CC, thank you so much for that question. This video gave me a lot of good, or your question gave me a lot of good points for this video, and I'm excited to get to it. Um, but for those who's watching right now, before you even get, before we even get to the uh, points that I have, go ahead and pause this video and go to my website, IamUnplugged.com forward slash worksheet and download today's worksheet for this video so that you'll be able to get the points as well as the activity uh, that goes with this video. But as you all coming in, make sure you subscribe, hit that bell, and like, share, comment. Uh, I would love to have you first to be a part of this community if you haven't, but also if you're a part of this community, I thank you for engaging and to help this video gain more traction. But let's get right into uh, the main thought uh, for today's video, ladies. And the main thought is this, you have to be whole to hold. You have to be whole to hold. You have to be held up to hold up. Again, my main thought for this video is this. You have to be whole to hold. You have to be held up to hold up. My talking points are twofold. Today, I'm going to be talking about what does it mean to be whole and signs you're whole enough um, to be in a relationship. But the scripture that we're going to hang all of our points on today, ladies, is going to be James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4, which says, it says, Count it all joy, my brothers or sisters, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces patience or steadfastness. And let patience have her full effect or full work that you may be perfect, complete, lacking enough. Let's get to the problem. Let's get right into the problem. The problem is this. Many women are not where they need to be to be where they would like to be. Many women are not where they need to be to be where they would like to be. They are now whole or prepared for that next level. Many women are not where they need to be to be where they like to be, meaning that a lot of women right now are desiring a relationship. They're desiring that man of God to find them, but they are not where they need to be as a person to be where they would like to be. It's very important that you understand um, season, timing, and season, that the most important of the process is the two seasons that are before and after the timing. A lot of people, a lot of ladies are excited about the wedding, excited about this moment of time of promotion but they neglect the season of preparation before it. In order to get to a season that you desire to be in, you have to be seasoned for it. You have to embrace the preparation uh, season that comes before the promotion so that you can engage the next season of prudence where you're able to be a steward, a wife, a woman that's able to hold her in as God and the man of God holds their end of the relationship. But there's a lot of women right now, they are not where they need to be to be where they like to be. They are now whole or prepared to be the woman they need to be, the wife they need to be uh, for their man of God. But let's keep going. Uh, many women are not where they need to be to be where they would like to be. They are now whole or prepared for that next level. Let's get to what does it mean to be whole. Let's kind of get some understanding of what it means to be whole. Number one, wholeness doesn't mean perfection. It means being prepared or preparedness. Wholeness doesn't mean perfection. It means preparedness. What does that mean? The Bible talks about, let's break down James 1, 2 through 4 real quickly. It says, count it all joy, my sisters. I put sisters here. When you meet trials of various kind, for you know that the testing of your faith produces patience 
and let patience have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. That that place of perfect there is not necessarily perfection, but wholeness. Many people think that or ask the question, coach, will I ever be perfect enough? Will I ever be whole enough? We have to change the way we view the word wholeness. See, wholeness means I'm prepared. I'm ready. I'm mature enough to manage the next level. Don't worry about being perfect. Just focus on being progressive. Just focus on progressing in the areas you need progression in and to be that woman God desires for you to be. It says wholeness doesn't mean perfection. It means preparedness. It means that I'm ready for the next level. Number two, preparedness cannot be measured by us. It must be measured by the one who's above us. Please understand that, ladies. Preparedness cannot be measured by us. It must be measured by the one who is above us. He is the only one that truly knows if we are truly ready. See, ladies, you have to be content. You have to be content in the person of God. You got to be content for the purpose he has for this season. Discontentment distracts. Contentment brings clarity. When a woman is content, she understands and uh, where, why she is where she is, and she trusts God for the future. See, God is the only one that truly knows if you're whole enough or prepared enough. See, see, you could be ready. The goal is not about getting ready. The goal is about staying ready. And what I mean by staying ready, it means that how long can I can I endure this season and staying ready. Because oftentimes the greatest threat to us staying faithful is our perception of time. Sometimes we look at time as a torment versus looking at time as a treasure. And when you look at time as a treasure, you'll maximize it. You'll prune out of it and squeeze out of it everything that's beneficial for the moment. But when you get so caught up on how long it's taken versus God, however long you want to take, I'm cool with, then you're going to find yourself distracted and thinking you're ready and your readiness will actually release you into a settlement in a relationship that was not even distant or destined for you to be in. See, preparedness cannot be measured by us, ladies. Preparedness has to be measured by the one who's above us because right now where you are, you have a very limited view of your life. You can't even see tomorrow. You can guess about tomorrow, but you can't really um, gauge tomorrow. But a good thing about God, his peripheral view, his vantage point is, is so broad that in one glance at your life, he sees your past, your present, and your potential all in one glance. So why not trust him? He is the one that knows if you're ready and you cannot just allow yourself to be released into a, into a relationship because you think that you got your money together. You think that you got your mind together. You think that you got an education. You think that you have all these things together, but you, only God knows if you're really put together. Let's keep going. It says he is the only one that truly knows if we are truly ready. My last point of what does it mean to be whole? It says a man needs a versatile woman. And in order to be a versatile woman, you must go through various trials. Let's break down the text so that we can get insight on how you can really embrace your singleness, maximizing it and allowing the fruit of your singleness to help your marriage to flourish. The Bible says in James chapter one, verse two through four says, count it all joy. My brothers or sisters, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces patience or steadfastness. And let patience have her full work, that you may be perfect, complete, lacking, and nothing. Three things you have to understand in this text, ladies, are these three words, count, know, 
and let. These three angles of this text will help anchor you in God and help you better understand uh, or become more aware of the purpose and the assignment of, uh, of your singleness. It says, count it all joy when you meet trials of various kinds. See, you have to understand, ladies, that um, spiritual mathematics is very important for you. A woman who is content in God, who loves God, is able to do spiritual math. She's able to count that no matter what trial she meets, she knows that various trials makes her versatile because these various trials would give you different experiences to navigate through, to prune you, to develop you, because marriage is tough, man. Marriage is uh, um, um, not easy to navigate because you have to die to yourself every day. But various trials makes you versatile. But when you understand that trials are there for your uh, betterment, that trials are there to help you, you embrace them. You'll be like, you know what? I count it all joy to go through this trial because this trial in my singleness or these various trials that I'm facing right now is going to make me a versatile wife. It's going to make me a woman who's versatile, a woman who knows how to go through seasons that are problematic and seasons of prosperity, seasons of of pruning from seasons of preparation, you will be able to go through all different types of trials so that when you step and have been promoted to the next level, you will be versatile and able to navigate the ebbs and flows of life with joy keeping you afloat. That's why the Bible says count it all joy because God is not going to allow anything in your life that's not going to be at least useful. Every trial you're going through in your singleness, ladies, is a testament of God developing you. So when When a woman has the right perspective, she's able to count it all joy. She's able to say, you know what? I know where joy is. My joy is in God. The Bible says in his presence, there's a fullness of joy. And the Bible also says the joy of the Lord is your strength. And so if I'm going, if you're going to be strengthened as a woman in your singleness, you got to bask and engage the presence of God because that's where the fullness of joy is. And that will make your season of singleness so valuable and you will be able to perceive it as an important season. See, marriage is not more important than singleness. They each have their own unique value. And you as a woman have to be able to say, you know what? There's a purpose for my singleness. There's a value in this singleness. There's an assignment in this singleness. And most importantly, the person of God is with me in this singleness and I'm going to enjoy it because in marriage, there's certain joys of singleness you won't be able to experience anymore. There'll be a transferring of joy. And you don't want to look back at your singleness in a settled relationship or marriage, looking back at it, wishing that you could have enjoyed it more. Because what's worse than being single, what's worse than being lonely in singleness is being lonely in a marriage. That's why I said in one of my other videos, it's better to be single than to be sorry. But people who keeps looking over the horizon, hoping that their man comes, is a woman who's not content in the season or content in the man who came. You can't focus on the man that's coming if you haven't got to know the man that came, the one that saved your soul, the one that's giving you value, the one that's telling you that you have a hope, a destiny, a purpose. If you keep looking for the man that's coming and you never enjoy the man that came, then you won't be the woman your future man needs because you haven't enjoyed the time with the man that's able to mold you into the proper woman that's able to be that woman that that man needs. It says, count it all joy, my sisters, when you meet trials of various kinds. It's hard to be joyous when you meet a trial. 
But when you have the right mindset, no matter what trial you meet, you know that trial is there to make you. You know that trial is there to mold you and to help you become that whole woman that's able to hold up her end of the marriage. It says, count all joy, my sisters or brothers. You see, it says brothers, but sisters, when you meet trials of various kinds in life, you're going to go through various types of trials. There's going to be different types of trials. And I may do another video that talks about uh, where both guys and the ladies can really enjoy about the various trials singles have to go through in order to be versatile. That may be a video for another day. And the second one, no, it says verse three, for you know that the testing of your faith produces patience. Listen, you have to know the process. You must fully understand the process. It says, for you know that the testing of faith, that in order to be faithful, your test has to be, your faith has to be tested. See, the goal is about faithfulness. The goal is about long suffering. The goal is about grace. The goal is about patience. If you get it quick, you won't be elastic enough to, to be stretched. See what I'm saying? So what you have to understand is that marriage is going to stretch you. Marriage is going to really test you, right? And if you have, if you're too quick to get it and you haven't gone through the process, you won't be long suffering enough. You won't be patient enough. You won't be able to give that man grace. You won't be able to have the right perspectives anchored in peace, rooted in patience to be able to navigate and properly do and handle your position. It says, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness or patience. See, the goal is to be long-suffering, man, because marriage is a marathon. If you train for marriage like a sprint, it'll be over just as quick as you ran. But if you train for marriage like a marathon, if you train for ministry, if you change for train for purpose, if you train for life as a marathon, then you will be able um, to run fully the miles in front of you. You must know that you have to be tested. Because you, God wants to test you to prove you. You have to be tested before you entrusted, right? You got to be tested. You got to be proven. Every product from the camera that I'm talking into to the, to the microphone that's recording me to every product in life to the ring light in front of me has to go through certain tests before it's out in front of the consumer. Because if they don't test it, then they could be liable for a lawsuit. They could be uh, um, uh, um, sued because they didn't properly investigate. So God's saying, I'm not going to put you in a marriage until you're tested. Now you can settle for a relationship. You can jump into one before you're there. But God said, I'm not going to put you in something until I test you, until I prove you, until I prepared you, until I make you whole enough so that when you hold on to it, you, I'm not liable. That's why God doesn't give us everything we ask because he's not going to be held liable. He's not going to be held liable for your dysfunction. He's not going to be held liable for, for the dysfunction in your marriage, ministry or whatever, or your money. So he said, I'm not going to give you anything so that you can sue me. Not, you know what I'm saying? Metaphorically, so that you can say that I'm liable. That's what God wants us to understand. He says, you got to know that you have to go through tests. Tests are important. It's just for, you know, that the testing of your faith, your faith, your trust, your, your ability to endure produces patience. And man, it says, and let patience have a full effect or full purpose. Patience must work on you, ladies. You have to be a patient for Dr. Patience. For Patience must work on you. If I close this laptop in the process of loading something, I have the potential to damage this product. 
See, most of us, we jump into a marriage and we jump into things 70% prepared. And that lack of 30% that we didn't fully endure, that we didn't fully get tested on, is the, is the main things that jeopardizes your marriage, that jeopardizes your whatever it is that you endeavor to have. You got to be fully loaded. You got to allow God to fully operate you so that you will be able to understand seasons. Patience is a fruit of the right perspective. When you have the right perspective about a thing, you don't mind the wait. You don't mind the process. You don't mind the season because you know this season is going to make you season and a vet and and and, and able to be versatile in, 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 in whatever thing that God has for you. It says, and let patience have its full effect, not partial effect, its full work, so that you may be perfect, or in other words, whole, complete, lacking in nothing, so that you can be able to say, I lack nothing because I got the spirit of God in me. I, I am fully aware of the spirit in me. It don't matter what your mama say about your singleness, your dad say about your singleness. You know that you're not single because you got you are single, but you know what I mean? You got the spirit of God with you so that you can be uh, perfect, meaning that you're whole, ready, prepared, matured, complete. First, knowing that you're not looking for a man to complete you, you are already completed. So that you are, now you know that you are ready to compliment a man and not be completed by a man. So that you may be perfect or whole, complete, and lacking in nothing. I am full, all of the holes in my life have been patched up. See this shirt here? It comes from our book, The Purpose of Singleness. The goal for us to be a whole bucket. So that when God pours in us, we don't we don't leak out of us. But so many of us are full of holes. But you're not going to be able to hold anything. Why would God pour into you things that he knows going to be wasted out of you? And so shirts like this on my site. So let this be a testament to you. If you want to get this shirt, you can get it on my website. But it's true that the goal is to be whole, completed by God. Uh, made new by him and able to manage. Let's get to the next part of my video, the last part. Seven signs you're whole enough to hold a relationship and beyond. Seven signs, I believe seven signs, you're whole enough to hold a relationship and beyond. And of course, like coach always does, I spelt the word whole. Let's get right into W. Signs you're whole enough to hold a relationship and beyond. Oh, a W, you're well okay with the weight and exhibiting wife traits. You know you're whole enough and ready to hold your end of a relationship or marriage when you are well. Are you well? The best way to be well is to be anchored in the well, the well stream of God. You got to be well, man. What What is emotionally uh, still wounded in you? Are, are you okay? Are you well? You know what I'm saying? Like you can't just be emotionally wounded. I'm still exhibiting uh, painful traits from what happened to you in your formative years, still holding on to soul ties, still got four or five guys inside of you and you haven't healed from those past relationships. God is not going to bring a new man to a woman who's still living old. You see what I'm saying? A man who's ready to go forward into the newness of God and you still broken and, and, and bused, uh, bruised and you're not well. Are you okay? If you're not okay, you're not whole enough to hold a relationship, but you know you're ready for the relationship when you are well. And secondly, you're okay with the weight. You know you're not whole enough if you upset with the weight. Now, don't get me wrong. You may have some moments that are tough for you and you're like, man, 
I kind of wish it's okay to have tough moments. Even Christ did in the garden of Gethsemane. He said, Father, if it be thy will, take this cup from me. But he didn't put a period there. He put a comma. He says, but not my will, thine will. So you're going to have Gethsemane moments, but don't have Eden moments. Don't have Eden moments where you bite off a fruit and find yourself outside of where you desire to be. Have a Gethsemane moment that where you know that it's tough, but you say, you know what? Not my will, God, but your will, because I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm okay with the weight because you're with me and I'm not going to sit here and look at my clock, God. I'm going to serve you. So signs that you're whole enough to hold a relationship, W, you're well and you're okay with the weight. You may have your tough moments, but overall, you understand why you must wait and you trust God in this season to the point to where you distract yourself from waiting by waiting and serving on him. And lastly, of the W's, you are exhibiting wife traits. You got to be it before you be it. I do is not no supernatural moment where all of a sudden you become a wife or a man becomes a husband. See, I do. Only only thing it changes is, is commitment. Right. But so you got to ask yourself, am I exhibiting wife traits now? Am I am, am, am I a, a wife type now? You know, you whole enough when you begin to see, wow, I'm I'm transition. I'm transitioning from a girl into a woman and into a woman who's a wife. You see what I'm saying? I don't want you to think that wife means you lose your womanhood. You're still a woman, but you're not a girl desiring to be married. You're a woman who's who's exhibiting wife traits, that you're ready to be a wife. Not ready to be a wife in a metaphoric, not a metaphoric sense, but to be a wife because it's cute. No, we're talking about being a wife for the work. You know what I'm saying? Not being a wife because of what it will look like on a gram, but being a wife that's made by God. Secondly, H, signs you're whole enough to hold a relationship and beyond. H, there are no strongholds in your life. There's no strongholds in your life, meaning there's nothing holding you back. There's nothing, you're not, whatever happened in 96, whatever happened in 2005, whatever happened last year, it's not holding you back. Because if you got strongholds in your life, it doesn't matter how progressive you want to be in your marriage, no matter how far you want to go into things of God, if you haven't forgiven yourself or forgiven that person behind you, then you're not going to be go, you're not going to be able to go forward. I always tell people you are only you will only go as far as your forgiveness. If there's any unforgiveness, that's the area that's holding you back. You know you hold enough to hold a relationship and a marriage when you know there's nothing holding you back. You're free, you liberated. There's nothing holding you back. You're forgiving everybody. You're forgiving yourself. And no matter who brings it back, it's like a water falling off a duck's back. You don't feel it. It doesn't trigger you because you're well and there's no strongholds in your life. Ladies, what's holding you back? What emotional things are holding you back? What mental things are holding you back? You got to think about that. Let's keep going. Signs you're holding up to hold a relationship and beyond. Oh, you truly have a lot to offer. You truly have something to offer. You know you whole enough when you can offer more than just your looks and your assets. If you know what I'm saying, you have more to offer. That grown man, that, that six foot six man you want, that six foot three man you want, got to eat. Are you going to help? Now, don't get me wrong. In relationship, there's going to be men who can cook too. So here my, understand my, my wittiness. But what I'm saying is, what can you offer? See, I tell women, it doesn't matter if your man's a master cook, still have that in a tuck. Still have that, still having um, um, things that you know a man would need. 
You see what I'm saying? Stamina, health, food, uh, understanding, perspective, uh, uh, prayer repertoire, uh, 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 understanding of the things of God. Have something to offer. So when that bucket comes by, do you have something to put in the plate? You know what I'm saying? Or do you have something to offer? You got to think about what kind of man you want. The bigger the man, the stronger the man, the more that man probably needs. And you got to say, you know what? What would that man need? So even if your man can cook, still know how to cook. I know how to cook. So I'm not a master cook, but I know how to. So when my wife not feeling well, I can cook for her, even though she does the most of the cooking. But I do have some meals in the tuck so that when she's going through what she's going through, I can step in. But you got to ask yourself, what do I truly offer? What do you really bring to the table? Do you bring old, stale food to the food to the table or something fresh, something nutri- full of nutrients, something that's able to be stable? You see what I'm saying? Or is it all fable? Is it all lies? You see what I'm saying? What do you truly have to offer? Look at your life right now and say, I can offer a man this. You got to look inside of yourself and say, what do I really offer? Do I offer a treasure or do I offer toxicity? Because there's a lot of things in women, just like there are a lot of things in men that we overlook. And we say, well, he'll, he can, he'll be able to handle that. No. You got to say, what do I really offer? Do I offer more negativity than positivity? You got to think about that. Signs you're holding up to hold a relationship and beyond. L, self-love must be a norm. You know you hold enough when you love you. When you care for you. When you got boundaries. And you know I got did it, I did some other videos on how to guard your heart and how um, to uh, uh, establish boundaries. So check those videos out. They're on my uh, YouTube channel. And they go in a little bit more depth. But self-love has to be a norm. It has to be something that you do every single day. It has to be something you committed to. Self-love must be a norm. Fear cannot dwell in love. So what I'm saying is the Bible says perfect love casts out all fear. God's perfect love must be embraced. In order to love as a verb, you must know love as a noun so that that fear will be out of you so that you will be able to say, I'm not afraid to take care of me because the more I take care of me, the more I'm able to be an asset to the man God has for me, to the ministry he has for me to do, whatever it is that he has for me to do, you will take care of yourself because self-love as self-limits. So now your love limits you and it limits others and it has to be a norm. And when that becomes a norm, you will begin to see yourself becoming whole and ready to hold a relationship. Last but not least, signs you're whole enough to hold a relationship and beyond. E, you're executing and earning in your purpose. When a man finds you, when God released that man to come find you, he's going to find you working. He's going to find you in your purpose. Because how will he know that that y'all are compatible? You know what I'm saying? How will he know if you do or if you're doing nothing? If you're busy waiting on him, he should be coming. He should come to God's restaurant, where the restaurant where you're serving God. He should be seeing you in the process of serving God. So when he comes in, he finds you wherever you are. He sees you serving, and he says, "Wow, I'm I'm, in, I'm excited because if she's serving God like this." How she how she gonna serve me? And a man's gonna be like, I can't wait to serve her because look at look at the fruit of her service to God manifested in her personhood. See what I'm saying? So when a man finds you, he has to find you executing and earning from your purpose because there's something about earning um, from your purpose and learning in life and earning in life because it builds more fruit in you. It, it shows and teaches you stewardship and prudence. 
So my question to you ladies, when that man finds you, will he find you waiting on God? Not waiting and saying, well, finally, God, oh, no, he don't want you to have a finally, he don't want you to have a finally mindset. He wants you to have a fruitful mindset. So signs that you're whole enough to hold a relationship, number one, W, you're well, okay with the weight and exhibiting wife traits. There are no strongholds in your life. You truly have a lot to offer. And when I said about offer, hope you understand what I'm saying. I'm not sitting there saying that all you got to do is offer a man something. And we're talking about dual offerings where he, you got something to offer, he got something to offer, and both of y'all's offer prosper. L, self-love is a norm. And E, you're executing and earning in your purpose. Ladies, I got this activity for you. I want you to take some time to really process your wholeness and what you can truly offer. So I got activities to help you process this season where you're able to really see, am I a wife now? What do I really offer? Do I really trust God? You know what I'm saying? So these resources will, will, will help you really process if you're whole enough to hold a relationship. And I have some resources for ladies who may not be aware I have some resources for you to check out on my website that will help you um, become whole in this season. The first one is my book, The Purpose of Singleness. This book talks about are you whole or are you full of holes? This book is very good. It'll help you understand what wholeness means. And I have activities in here that will help you begin to process your wholeness. Another book that I have for you is called Dating Prep. This book's a good book to have for you to date yourself in your singleness. And then when you meet that man of God or uh, whatever, you can be able to um, you go with this, go through this book with him and, it's, and to see if y'all are compatible. A lot of great questions that are also in my card game, Dating Prep. They don't come together. You got to uh, uh, order them separately, but this card game is very good for you to go through by yourself and to really process it in a relationship. Uh, and so that you will really see, are we whole enough to hold this relationship together? And last but not least is my other book, The Purpose of Freedom. If you're struggling with soul ties or strongholds, this book would be a great resource for you. But ladies, I pray this uh, video was a blessing. Hope it gave you some insight. I hope it encouraged you. Hope it excites you. And I hope it got you prepared to execute and so that you can begin the process of wholeness so that you're able to hold the blessings of God. Ladies, get those worksheets. Um, check the description box below for those links. And I hope you are excited and ready to progress. And like I always say, run to play well, ladies. I'll see y'all next Wednesday. We'll see you next next video you will check out, but next Wednesday for videos for you. I love y'all. Y'all take it easy. Peace.